0: Welcome to coffee talk with Linda I'm Linda Davis and before we dive into God's Word today just a little bit about myself I love Jesus I love coffee and I love sharing both with others talking about what it takes to walk in the abundance that God designed us to walk in the freedoms the truth so go grab a cup of coffee and join me today As I talk about getting free and staying free. See, this Christian walk, this abundant living that you're hearing me referring to, is not about just having a moment of freedom. It's not just about, uh, oh, that was a really good service on Sunday and I feel good for a few hours. It goes deeper than that. I'm talking about getting free and staying free, right? I talked about a crown of beauty in exchange a bucket of ashes in last week's podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, go look in my podcast was titled Release and Receive. Take a listen to that. This week builds on that. But so I talked last week about getting into that true freedom, receiving healing from the Lord in our heart. Then that equips us to extend forgiveness to others Extend forgiveness to hurts that we've experienced and walk and remain in that forgiveness because a lot of times we have extended forgiveness. Our intention is to forgive, our desire is to forgive, but then we stop short, we fall short. Something new triggers an old wound. And we're like, I thought I forgave that. We tried but we didn't forgive it because we didn't let God heal us of it first. We have to be healed first. Then we're empowered to truly forgive, truly release, and then truly receive our freedom. And then we stay free. One of my all-time favorite scripture verses talks about this. It's really truly, if I had to narrow down my heart in ministering to others, it's this scripture verse right here, Galatians 5 1. It's the reason Jesus came down from heaven. Aside from our salvation, he doesn't want us just saved. There's a lot of just saved, but there's so much more for us. It says right here in Galatians 5 1, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version for freedom, for freedom, Christ has set us. Free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Now, there's even a translation that says, do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Don't give permission to it. Once we've gotten to a certain place in the Lord, in forgiveness, in our freedom, in our healing, don't let, don't give permission to for things to come back in, to raise back up. If you notice in this verse, it tells us, and of course it always depends on what translation you're looking at, but it tells us to stand firm, to stand fast, right? So that means that we're gonna have to contend a little for it. Stay there, remain in that place, dig your heels. And if you grew up near the ocean, I grew up near the ocean and I used to do this as a kid. I used to go down to right where the waves just hit the shore and we would stand there and plant our feet. And every time a wave would come in, now we're on the edge, so it's pretty small by time it gets to us. The wave would come in, it would hit us, right? So a little bit of resistance, not much because we were very little, little bit of resistance would hit us. Our legs would tighten up, our bodies would tighten up, and then the wave would go back out. And each time we did that, our heels dug into the sand just a little more. Each time we chose to remain and withstand that next wave, our heels would dig a little deeper. And we got so strong, our heels got down so low that we could practically lean forward, lean backward, lean to both sides and not fall over. So think about that in the capacity of this scripture verse in the capacity of where it says stand firm and don't submit, don't let, don't give permission to yourselves to be burned again by a yoke of slavery. Anchor down, remain in your freedom. Fight for the freedom that Jesus literally gave to you. He gave it to you. He paid the price. You fight to remain in that place. We don't want to basically diminish what Jesus did on the cross, because what he did on the cross was give us our freedom. So the last thing we want to do is diminish that, minimize that, like um, exit out. Like he shouldn't even have bothered because we're going to remain bound up or we're going to have a moment of freedom. Then we're going to go get bound up again. And we're the ones that give permission to that to take place. How about this? Considering the sacrifice on the cross, Considering all Jesus went through when he was crucified, the days leading up to it, and the actual crucifixion, don't we almost at least owe him a fight to stay in freedom? Don't we almost just owe him that? Like, I'm going to at least try for all you went through for me. I'm going to at least try to remain in freedom. I'm going to at least try to stand firm. Just a thought stand fast, remain firm, be constant, be faithful, be consistent. Really all the things we kind of expect in a marriage, right? But yet we don't We're the bride of Christ and we don't do that necessarily with him. Just stand, remain. Don't give permission to. Don't get tangled up again. Don't get bound up again. Receive the healing. Receive the healing. Release in freedom. And put that crown of beauty on and get rid of that bucket of ashes. It's a promise we already have in Christ. I do like the Passion Translation of Galatians 5.1. It says, let me be clear. The Anointed One, which is Jesus Christ, the Anointed One has set us free. It's already been done. We don't have to fight for that. We have to fight to remain in that. The anointed one has set us free, not partially, by the way. He didn't come and do half the job. He doesn't want us free from some stuff. I'll tell you, how about this? He doesn't even want us free from just the big stuff. I think a lot of times we maybe go to the Lord with the big stuff, the big wounds, the big hurts, the big discouragements. We don't really want to bother him with the little stuff, but that stuff matters too. Like, you know, my kids were growing up. If they were a little sad, well, that bothered me. Like, I want to try and fix that too. You know, if they needed a small Band-Aid or they needed to be rushed to the hospital, I'm going to take care of both things. It's the same with the Lord. So let me be clear. The anointed one has set us free. Not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. Don't be afraid of freedom. Don't be afraid of digging through the mud of your heart just a little bit and inviting the Lord in and letting him heal anywhere that needs to be healed and becoming wonderfully free. Goes on to say, we must always cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our fast, our past. Stubbornly refuse. Dig those ankles in the sand at the beach. Refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. Freedom was, that ticket's already been paid for, but we gotta get on the train. And we gotta stay on the train. And if we have to shove the ticket in the devil's face once in a while to show him, no, my ticket's already been paid for, I'm not going back down that road, then that's what we gotta do. There's a lot of things that will try and keep us from truly stepping into and staying in that freedom. A lot of things that um, will try and distract us, Uh, a lot of thoughts, a lot of, I guess, voices. Um, Fear is a good voice that comes in our head, trying to, it's not a good voice, but it's a good voice for trying to keep us from stepping into and remaining in the freedom that Christ died for us to have. The what ifs. How about, you know, if if that's your identity, being angry with somebody or being angry overall or being bitter or being frustrated or being depressed, what if this is your identity? You know, it's almost like going, going, like daring to walk out of the house without your clothes on. That's a scary thought to anybody. That's how we feel sometimes because we're so used to these jackets that these defense mechanisms that we've put on. We almost don't know how to act without them. Blocked emotions, emotions we haven't allowed ourselves to feel out of fear of where that will lead us. One of the absolute biggest keys to abundant living is what we're talking about. It's inviting Jesus into the depths of our heart, asking him to heal every area of our heart. Asking him to show us if there's any unknown area in our heart. And then take a moment and be quiet. See if a face pops up. Close your eyes. See if a face comes to comes to you. See if a name comes to you. I'm not telling you to go dig in for something. But if something comes to you, just put it before the Lord. You don't even have to do anything with it. Just say, oh, yes, Lord, I remember that person. Whatever hurt that was, you may know right away, and you may not, but the Lord knows. And then just ask him to take it from you and say, Lord, I extend forgiveness. I forgive. If you know exactly what it is, put it exactly out there, absolutely, for sure. But forgiveness, that's what keeps us from complete and continued freedom, is unforgiveness. And I said this In last week's podcast, and this is huge, and I never saw this before. Now, I've know i known, of course, for years it's necessary to forgive, and I shared last week that I tried and tried and tried to forgive, but it wasn't until I allowed the Lord to come in and heal my heart that I was equipped to truly extend real forgiveness and let it go. So I had to receive, then I released. Then I was in freedom, but something I never realized until, I don't know, I want to say maybe eight years ago, five years ago, was that I had to start doing some forgiving for not only some things that had been done to me, but things that had not been done for me that should have been done for me. And that sounds kind of selfish. But it's really not. There are things that should be done for us that weren't done for us, that we actually have to extend the forgiveness of that. We just have, you know, just fill in the blank. Lord, I'm just so disappointed this never happened. I'm so disappointed I never got to experience this. Just be honest with him. Rend your heart to him. And I promise you, he'll come in and meet that need, that area of your heart that was never met with what it was supposed to be met with. He'll do that. He'll be the one. He'll make you whole. But you do have to ask, right? Ask and you shall receive. Just ask him. And then after that, you'll find it so, so easy. Now I went through this process and the Lord really showed me that. And then what I noticed that I did just from a personal perspective is by doing that, by extending forgiveness for things that weren't done for me, it caused me to release expectations I had placed on people. That I actually didn't even realize I had placed on them. And so what that did was that caused me to be disappointed over and over again. And I couldn't quite understand. So, right, so now I'm getting bound up again, and every time the disappointment comes in again, because something that should have been was not done for me. Now I'm doing what Galatians 5 warns against, and I'm a, I'm letting myself be bound up again by a yoke of slavery because i have these expectations that are just never going to be met it's humanly impossible for the person that i need to meet them to meet them they have to fill in the blanks here with what whatever your situation is but the lord showed me that once i was able truly in my heart to say i release you from all expectations of you doing or being this. It totally, totally improved the relationship with the person that I was releasing the expectation from. Now, had they changed? No, they hadn't changed. But my response to their actions changed because I hadn't placed an expectation. I didn't have an really unspoken expectation placed on them. And so... Because I had this expectation on them, really, I was almost setting them up for failure every time because they didn't have the ability to meet that expectation because they weren't healed and made whole in the Lord. So I was expecting someone to meet a need in me when they weren't even healed in that place themselves. They, weren't, they did not have the ability to do so. So my encouragement to you today is ask the Lord in, ask him to show you where you need healing from hurts and then give it to him and then extend forgiveness and you will feel a freedom you have not felt, a release, a burden lifted. And then remember, you're going to have to dig your ankles in and you're going to have to remain in that freedom. You're going to have to stand firm, stand fast and not give permission to those thoughts to enter back in. I want to end with this today. I just really want to encourage you to do this. This is my last podcast of 2021. And so I'm really believing that I'm going to seek the Lord and I'm believing that he's going to give me some revelation on what he wants to say to us stepping into the next year, but I really feel like He wants us to open our hearts to Him and to receive the healing we need to receive from Him in the places that He's been trying to get to. And then we can extend forgiveness, and then we can be stepped into freedom, and then we can step into our new year and whatever He has for us, healed, whole and healthy and ready for what he has for us, ready for maybe some restored relationships that if we didn't let him come in and do his healing in our hearts first, we wouldn't be able to walk out. I promise you this, if you'll dig in, if you'll stand therefore, if you'll stand firm, and you'll receive your healing and you'll release the forgiveness to others and step in freedom, the impact that that will have on your family, on your relationships will continue for generations. Remain in the word of God. Or if it's new to you, get into the word of God. Walk in love. Be unoffendable in your heart in your families, in your relationships. Allow the Lord to come in and heal your heart and extend forgiveness for others. And just watch the transformation in your family. Watch the level of intimacy in your already established relationships go to the next level. I'm closing out with this from the message translation of Galatians 5.1. Christ has set us free to live a free life. That's about as simple as it gets. Sometimes we make it a little more difficult, really, than it needs to be, but he has set us free. Why? To live a free life. It's like I said earlier, don't minimize what he did on the cross. Don't erase it by not embracing the freedom he has for you by allowing him to come in and heal your heart so you truly can walk in forgiveness to others. Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. That's powerful. That sums it up right there. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm today. Dig those heels in and just totally be willing to expose your heart to the Lord and ask him to come in and heal every area.